Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan. So you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I want to help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. If I have to be somebody that breaks down doors and I was the first to break that door or build that door, I'm not going to make it hard for anybody else, especially another woman. And as a Black woman, I feel like I have a duty to make sure that the door is open. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Have you ever met someone and you just knew, like, we're going to be friends for a really long time? That was the first time I met Tiff. We were actually on a set at an airy shoot, and they had a DJ playing music to keep the energy up. And Tiff is just dancing like this girl can dance. And I just walk up and start booty bumping on her. I mean, not the most normal hello. And thankfully, Tiff received it quite well. But I got to know her that day. And there's just something about the way our souls connected. And I'm so excited because I get to spend the entire year with her as an Aerie Real role model. And man, Aerie could not have picked a better woman. Tiff McPherce is the first woman and the first black woman to be the resident DJ at Madison Square Garden for one thing. And with her look in versus look in events, she combines music with health and wellness, leading meditations, vision board parties, workouts and more where phones go off and connection is on. Tiff McPherce carries herself with such a strong, confident, energetic, and positive vibe. It's absolutely contagious. And she's on the Gold Digger podcast today to share her story and talk about harnessing your own confidence, stepping in to fill the voids that you see in this world, and connecting with yourself in a world that's addicted to scrolling. Like, how can we look within ourselves instead of looking around to see what everyone else is doing? Here she is, the badass herself, my friend, Tiff McPherce. Thanks to Beta Brand for supporting Gold Digger. 
Do you have a to-do list that never seems to end? Running from a flight straight to a meeting? Still have to cook dinner for yourself? Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are perfect for the office, home, and anywhere your day takes you. Right now, our listeners can get 20% off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash golddigger. Thanks to Fiverr for supporting Gold Digger. It's so easy to find freelance talent for your business or your product. Don't waste any more time. Get 10% off in the service you deserve at FIVERR.com with the code Gold Digger. It is about time that the Gold Digger Nation is exposed to the amazingness that is Tiff McPherce. Welcome to the show, Tiff. Thank you for having me. Hey, Gold Diggers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Can we just first talk about the like soul connection? I was trying to describe it to Drew the other day and I we sounded like lovers the way I said <laughs> it. And I was like, there's just, Tiff and I had to pose by each other in the big airy campaign and it was so amazing and beautiful. But like, then I was just, I was drawn to you. You're magnetic. And so I'm just, it's about time. I'm so excited to be able to have this conversation and let everyone listen in. I just got chills because I felt the same way when we met and that's very like few and far between. So I always take heed to that when I feel that Mm -hmm. where there's like a grounded energy, a real energy and just this just like, I know you, you know, like, oh, yeah. I've, I've, I know you, we've met before. Yeah, um, and, and then you were just dropping it low. So I was like, oh, this is my kind of girl. <laughs> like at one yep. point you had the baby in your hand too. So I was like, oh, and the like baby girls dropping it low. Like, oh, I love it. <laughs> we we are stuck together and it's amazing. Okay, so what I'm most excited about is since we've got to meet in passing now, now is my chance to grill you and get mm-hmm. to know who you are and what you do beyond just a few sentences or a little blurb of your bio. So talk to me about like who is Tiff McPherce and how did you get to where you are today? Uh, I would say Tiff McPherce is all the things and just a few things at once, if that makes sense. I (laughs) am a DJ, a music curator, music director. I'm a soul. I'm a being. I'm creative. I am a dancer to the core. I really enjoy putting people together, like connecting people and just seeing what happens from that and kind of stepping back from that. I love making people dance. I love making people think And I think I'm just all of those things encompassed into what is, you know, a modern day entrepreneur. Yeah. What was your childhood like? Like, have you always been enamored by music? Like, what did that look like? Because I feel like you have something that's so clearly a gift, but I'm curious to know the background of that. Mm. I like the way you put that, too. I always loved music like always I have heard stories from family members and you know my mom and different people like just about how I took to music like you know babies will like bounce up and down to music and stuff like that but like some babies are just like they really are (laughs) listening and on beat and like you know by even age one or two or so they're like they can sing a melody like or hum or like figure things out. And music was always that for me. I danced at a very young age. I started taking dance classes at four. So I was always just engulfed in dance and music and all those things. So for me, I personally do believe that music is my meditation and it's something that's 
just embedded in me and and movement is just it's just my love language it's really how i connect and and how i hear and speak so walk me through what look in versus look in events are how did you come up with them what are they like who's invited like share all of this because when we jumped on the call today i'm like first off you've been super busy second off tell me about what's been going on so walk me through this so look in versus look in is a they are experiential events that I curate and the three pillars are music, movement, and meditation. And the reason that I started doing this publicly was because music and obviously dance and other types of movements I'm really connected to. And meditation for me was something that like years ago, I'd be like, I don't know how to meditate. Like I can't stop my brain from like thinking, I don't understand, like, I can't do it. It's I'm not doing it right. And I think that so many people say that when really stillness is your own. Stillness is what you feel closest to, whether that's running, writing, reading, you know, anything, talking with a friend, like stillness needs to be tailor-made to you, especially to be in the world and not of it in 2019. You have to understand that you know, you might not be the one to sit and chant with your legs crossed. And that might not be your ritual. That might not be what brings you closer to yourself and to whatever you do or don't, you know, think is helping you through this life. So with looking, I want people to know that their health is important. Their self-care is important. Their stillness is important. And those are things that you have to tailor make to you. And it doesn't need to look like anybody else's. So that's the main goal. Like, I think a lot of people have been paying a lot of attention to look in and I want to let them know that I'm not the Messiah. I'm not giving you these answers because I, I still ain't got them. So if y'all got them, let me know. But it's just a safe space for people to come together. And I bring in people that are experts, healers that deal with things in uh, mental health, physical fitness, all these types of things. And for us to just explore heal and have community. Wow. So walk me through what the first event looked like and now what it looks like now that you've got a few under your belt. Because when I think of hosting an event, I like get so overwhelmed with even just the little details. So walk me through that transition, that transformation that you've had. I literally just, I feel like I'm going to cry <laughs> from that question. Oh my mm. God. Oh. <sighs> Wow. I just, I just could like see it. I just, oh man. So the first event, and I've been doing events since I was 17. So I've been doing events like over 15 years. I've always just had a knack for, you know, putting things together and wanting it a certain way and inviting this person and like parties and all different things with looking the first official event. Cause I was doing this for years just with a couple of friends and things like that. And I wanted to just do something publicly because I wanted to build more community. And I felt really lonely. I felt like I didn't have as much tribe that was like into the things I was into. So the first event was literally my friend and my like, one of my video guys, Donnell, he like made a flyer for me and it was so wordy and it just had like, it was, I was just like, can you just do something for me real quick? Because I can't get anyone to make me a flyer. And like, I don't really have like a budget for this. And then it was an Afroflow yoga class with a yoga teacher with, so it's a yoga teacher and a live drummer. And 
we had a meditation with um, my resident sound bath healer, Shauna Marie. And I curated all the music. That's the other thing about looking. I curate all the music for it and the sonics. So everything from the time you walk in until you leave, all that music is themed to whatever we're uncovering that day. And also just making sure that we stay on a higher vibe because sonics really do have that power to take you to different places and to different places in your body. And I'm learning even more about that research, but yeah, we just, people came in the space. I had like, I think I have a few like treats for them, different things. We grounded in the space. We did the yoga class. We did a meditation and then like, it was really, really great. It was a lot of people we had. I, I cap it. So it's still kind of intimate. So the smaller ones are about like 30, 35. So we had about like 35 people. And then the event we just did this Saturday was like super turned up. It was like crazy. <laughs> I wanted to do a workout class, but a twerk out class. So I did that. Uh, yeah. With, with one of our, one of our newest teachers, but she's taught twice. She's actually taught. Uh, looking at Aerie and we did another one with her uh, yeah Kiyomi and she has something called Abundance with Kiyo but it's like Abundance with Kiyo so it's like we tapped into like divine feminine energy which we do a lot at looking I DJ'd the class and we had our second annual vision board party we focused a lot on making your vision board like not what you think you're supposed to be and by like supposed it's like like I spell it like S-U-P-P-O-S-T, like Instagram, social media, like, you know, it's not what yeah. you think by scrolling. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to have on your vision board. What's really close to you in your heart and what are some things that you really want to get done and some things that maybe we need to revamp. And then Shauna Marie did a, a sound bath meditation and we always sit in a circle and share. And depending on what that theme is and what we're talking about. And sometimes, you know, it just goes off topic and people just need to connect. Like people just need to see each other in the eye and talk to each other and not it, not being through fingertips. Yeah. Walk me through like it's a new decade and it's kind of crazy, but I want to know like what's on your vision board that maybe wasn't for this past decade and what's changed, what's shifted within you, especially as you continue to grow and expand and like try new things and enter new spaces. The biggest thing on my vision board is my inner peace. And also I think what is This was kind of on my vision board before, but I feel like I just had it in a way where it was like, I need to do it. This is me doing it. I need to figure it out. Now on my vision board is support systems that really work for me. Like, what is it that I truly and honestly need to be the best Tiffany I can be? And by best, that doesn't mean perfect. So like, that's the biggest thing on my, my vision board. Like, cause I need that balance. I need that piece. It's hard for me because I, I DJ constantly. And for a lot of people, I speak for a lot of people, you know, I do music meditations. I do all these things, but I feel like lately I have kind of like dropped off on my self care a little bit. I actually just did my vision board yesterday and peace is it you know like really just being okay with saying no I can't 
I'm not able, I'm not available for that. I love that. I was in Fiji last year with, and it was like me and a bunch of business guys. And they're all talking about like making more money and doing more things. And I was doodling, of course, <laughs> as all emails do. And I'm doodling and I wrote like, I crave freedom, like whatever that looks like. And it's funny because I think too, especially with social media, like when you say supposed and all of that, it's like how many of us can honestly look at the last year of our posts and our things and say like, that's a true reflection of my life. And it's funny because when we really define what our success looks like and get so clear on that, the yeses and the noes become so second nature. It becomes so much easier. And the things that seem so shiny, like shiny opportunities, really kind of dull because you're like, no, like I know what success looks like for me. I'm so excited that that's like what is on your heart. For yeah, because, year. you know, listen, all money ain't good money. <laughs> you know, all opportunities yeah. are not for you. And I've said this to friends of mine before where it's like, I don't need to be in everything. And I feel like I had to get really comfortable with that because you say things and then you also, you know, find yourself hustling backwards and not being about the things that you say. And I just had to find what's my real agreement in my word. And I can't keep looking at, oh, like, I wanted to do this. Why didn't I get that? And that was something this past decade I worked on heavy where I have to know what's for me will be for me and will never miss me. And a lot of times you don't get those shiny things because, you know, that wasn't really what you needed to learn a real lesson. And sometimes then you get them 10 times folded. Yeah, 100 percent. Walk me through like you being an airy real role model. Like what oh has God. that been like? Like what does it feel <laughs> like? Like talking about body confidence, like all the things. I feel like you're giving me all the feels, like all the questions <laughs> with the feels where I'm just oh. like, uh, I need oh to keep it together. Gosh. Cause I'm mad sensitive. <laughs> I'm I'm a highly <laughs> sensitive person. So I might just cry. It's great. I feel like <laughs> so this is crazy. And I wasn't sure if I was going to like say this, but I feel like I should. The first thought that I had when they asked me, besides going, oh, they're not really asking me this. I feel like this is not what they're asking me. When I realized, no, girl, this is what they're asking you. I then go, oh, I really didn't lose all the weight I want to lose. Like that was my first thought. And I took heed to that because it just shows where more growth has to happen inside of me. And it really was something that for like a split second, I was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do this because I really am not back to like my quote normal size. And then I was like, wait, this is like not even what this is about. And if anything, yeah. I should do this right now. Like, at this stage, because it took me so long to even get here to have self-acceptance. People talk about self-love so much. Yeah. So I pushed myself. And even the day we shot, you know, I was just like, not today with this voice in my head. Like, like you will not ruin this for me. It just is amazing. I think it's a great opportunity, a great platform. Areas super super dope about just letting me be myself and and yeah. that's really cool 
because mm-hmm. people are always like, be yourself, oh, but not like that girl. So it's like, right. right. <laughs> it's like, you yeah. Or like, can you be that other version that we saw you on this? And, and you know, yeah. that's how business is. And they try to, you know, just do what they need to do for them to sell a product. And, you know, that just wasn't the conversation. Even when I first got connected to Erie, it literally was like, yeah, you're so much more than just a DJ and we see that, what is it that you want to do? So it's always been about what I want to do with that. It was incredible being on the shoot and seeing all of the women. And for the first time in my life, I thought this is what inclusion looks like in every sense of the form from ability to disability, from color of skin to size, to curves, to straight, like to pregnant, to mother, to like Mm -hmm. lost. Like it was just, it was incredible because I think people talk a lot about that and it's really easy to feel like you're a token character on a set. And it just, it didn't feel like that. And it was wild to see how at the beginning of the day, we're all kind of like tiptoeing around and awkward. And at the end of the day, we're taking tequila shots and having a dance party. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Yo, that was the best. Oh my God. That was so good. Yeah. But to your point, that's true. You know, I've been in the entertainment business. I've been a working entertainer and a working dancer since the time I was 16 or 17. So this business really is one of those things where you see what they're placing you as. You are a prop, you are a number, no matter even the biggest, you know, stars or whatever. And that just was not the feel. Like the feels on set were amazing. And that's the thing about Aerie that I do love is that they really are about inclusion. Like they really are about, okay, how can we make this but like not even try, you know, like not even do like the corny way. Yeah. Like, listen, this is the world that we live in. We can't just be targeting only one type of girl. That's just not like even just a woman as yourself. We have so many different sides to us. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's going to be such a fun year. And it's just, it's like so cool to be able to be connected to women who are, doing things and taking action and wanting to be the change. I want to know one of the things that I love about you, especially when you talk about look in, I want to know what kind of boundaries do you have for yourself in terms of connecting in real life and connecting online? And like, what does that look like? Because I love how you say like phones are off, connection is on. How does that look like lived out in your life? Every question that you've asked me, I'm like, what? Like you are so you I just love when it's like the the not like so when did you start DJing? Like yeah. is, <laughs> Oh my gosh. I feel like I've had to learn my boundaries, Jenna. Like I've yeah. had to and I'm still learning them. I think for me within looking until my team grows to be even bigger, you know, our events are stretched out more. So that way, you know, I'm not fully like overworking myself so much I think another boundary I have just in general is just like watching how I meet people and how much I give right away 
because like I am the person that wants to give everything because it's, it's, it's nothing for me to give something to somebody else. That's just what life is. And I think that it's like, I've set a boundary now where I could still be a giver, but like, if I don't have anything to give, cause I feel depleted and exhausted, I need to then say, I don't have it right now. Yeah. Like just emotionally, yeah. I just don't have it. It's funny. Cause I think back to when we were all like sitting on the couches and we were, we got on the conversation of business and everything. And you really have been the one that's moving your mission forward. Like you are the one that is wearing a lot of hats. You're the one like keeping the events going, sharing the event. Like you're, you're doing all the things. How does that feel? Because I think a lot of people listening are in that season where they've had this vision, they have this dream and to get things going, oftentimes we have to prove to ourselves that there's proof of concept. There are people that are interested in that it makes a difference. But then there comes a season, like you said, when you look at 2020 and this new decade, like you need the supporting roles. What has it been like kind of getting to that tipping point for you? Another good question, y'all. So like this last event, I have my event planner, Erica Cardona, She and I work remotely sometimes because she's on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. And this go around, it was just a lot more on me as far as like just support that we had and volunteers and stuff, you know, just like not being able to make in things popping up and family issues with them and things like that. So I found myself, you know, stuffing all like the bags, the gift bags, running around to get certain things. And at one point, I just had this really, like, exhausted, annoyed, just, oh, like, when is this going to be, you know, when will I have this? And when will I do that? And I can't do this if I don't have that. And then I was like, hold on, this is exactly what I'm going to miss when I don't have to do it anymore. And the tipping point really was right there when it was like, I need to stop complaining, first of all, because like you said, I've shown myself that like anything I want to do, I can do. Everything that I do, I do it and not for nothing. I, I do it well. And that's off of, you know, spirit leading me, health, things that come up for me, people, you know, and just not thinking I don't have what I need. I have every resource I need, even if it's not manifested in the way that I feel I need it there. So that tipping point for me was like, I need to find extra gratitude in this. And it also then was like, and you do need a bigger team. <laughs> so, like, yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm so grateful and I'm in this moment and yes, is going to, you know, we're going to grow. Yeah. As your business is just getting off the ground, hiring full-time talent might not really be a reality, but you could still use the help. Or maybe you're entering a busy season and you need a freelance designer to free up your time and brain for other needs. Fiverr's got your back. Fiverr connects businesses with freelancers who offer hundreds of digital services, including graphic design, copywriting, web programming, film editing, you name it. The freelance talent on Fiverr is searchable by service, deadline, price reviews, and more. Finding the right talent at the right price is a seamless process. And speaking of price, you'll know exactly what you're paying for upfront 
No negotiating needed. Actually, we have Fiverr to thank for the very first intro ever used on this podcast. We hired a voice talent and had the intro produced by a freelance talent on Fiverr. That intro carried us through almost three years of this show. If you don't have the time or ability to take a project in-house, outsource it to freelance talent on Fiverr. Take five and check out Fiverr.com and you'll receive 10% off your first order by using my code GOLDDIGGER. It's so easy. Don't waste any more time and get the service you deserve by going to F-I-V-E-R-R.com code GOLDDIGGER. Fiverr, it starts here. What would happen if you showed up to work wearing your pajamas? I'm picturing side-eye glares and maybe a meeting with your superiors. But what if you showed up to work wearing super cute dress pants that actually felt like your favorite yoga pants? Those pants would be your comfy little secret that wouldn't get any judgy stares from your coworkers. Beta Brand creates stylish, comfortable, and professional attire because you shouldn't have to pick just one. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are super comfy, perfectly stretchy, and they stay wrinkle-free. They have all the style of dress pants with the stretch, fit, and feel of yoga pants. Whatever your style, Beta Brand has pants to match. Choose from dozens of colors, patterns, cuts, and styles, even premium denim with the same flexibility and comfort as yoga pants. So if you need a pair of pants that multitasks between the gym to a meeting or straight off your flight and right into an event with no wrinkles, or you just want to feel comfy as heck during your workday, try out a pair of Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order when you head to betabrand.com slash golddigger. That's 20% off your first order at betabrand.com slash gold digger. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. Head to betabrand.com slash gold digger for 20% off. Well, I think what's cool, and I think so many people need to hear so much of this is because a lot of times we see these gaps in the world. Like we think, you know, why am I not seeing events made for me? Or why am I not seeing myself represented? Or why am I not feeling called to do something? Or why am I not connecting in this way? And a lot of times we kind of just sit on the sidelines and we wait for someone else to do that. And you are the opposite of that. You see that and you're like, all right, let's fill it. Let's figure this out. Let's crack the code. Let's create something. Let's try new things. And that has to be grounded. And you know, this, this has to be grounded in confidence. And Tiff, one thing that you have that exudes everything else is this like inner confidence. Like, where did that come from? Oh for real? Gosh. I, and do you feel that? Or is it like something like fake it till you make it? Walk me through that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I feel like what you said is the epitome of what I've done in everything. I feel yeah. like it's the weirdest thing. People relate to me. And I guess like I would be considered like popular or whatever. But at the same time, I feel like I'm the oddball out. Like I'm, I don't really fit in. It's, it's really like, it's exhausting and difficult for me in the matrix. It's hard for me to do this. Like it's hard for me to be in the world and not of it and be finding my footing and that duality of it. And at first it was a kind of fake it till you make it, but I feel like it's never really a fake it situation only because of the simple fact that whenever you see somebody that's confident and, and really confident from a, a, a true place that lives in all of us. So, you know, I feel like, and I say this all the time, it's less about changing myself and more about uncovering myself. So I had to uncover that and I had to like rely on the fact of like, okay, yeah, you don't fit in 
that's because you're not supposed to. Yeah, there might not be anything for you. So go create that. And moving into that is what made me more of, I think, more confident. And I definitely still have insecurities and I still have days where I'm just like doubting, you know, but I just I felt like I needed to do something for me. I needed to make a piece of my world. And I also just did it for me. So like at first, like anything I ever create is always because like, I feel like, like you said, I don't have anything that looks like me or how I feel or how I move or, you know, what my, what my vibe is, what my flow is. So I just make it because like, (laughs) I'm lonely or like, I don't, you know, I don't have that camaraderie or this is missing. And, and, and who is this true to? Like, you know, like even the standard of beauty and how everything's just shifting and people are speaking out and it's beautiful because it's like, you cannot just put one standard of beauty on billions of women. That's just not how this is going to go. Right. Right. I think it's just really inspiring because I think it'd be so much easier for you to just sit back and say, ah, someone else has got this, but that's not typically. <laughs> yeah, oh, and that has never been me. Like if you talk to yeah. people, which this is another thing that makes me cry. Cause I'm such a crier. I have people that went to middle school with me and yeah. elementary school with me. I kid you not. And they're like, yo, you always been like this. I was yeah. just really yeah. shy, like in elementary school and like into middle school, I was very shy. But once I was like in the, in the studio and doing stuff, like I was that girl, like I was that girl yeah. that's like, oh, she's a little bossy. And then it like, <laughs> and then it turned out like, oh no, she the boss. That's why, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but I always have been like this in like college and, and like everything after people I've always just told me stories. I get DMs from like, even my friends, you know, like actual friends that I'm friends with and I'll post something and they're just like, I remember in like 2010 when you (laughs) told me, you know, I'm learning how to DJ, don't tell anybody. And, you know, I'm going to do this. Okay, so this interview could not be complete if we don't at least acknowledge the fact that you are not only the first woman, but the first black woman to be the resident DJ at Madison Square Garden. What the heck? How did this happen? What has it been like? Like, what stereotypes have you had to break down? Walk me through all this. It's been great. It's been like, it was like I had a goal and then I set it and then it happened. And I started actually at the Garden doing 7th Ave Squad, which is like the entertainment team for the Knicks. And they're just so amazing. And what they do. And I was already DJing. Like I was already like have an extensive resume, you know, and I always like try to do like 80 jobs if I can, when I'm building something, (laughs) because it's like, I need to, I need to fund this. I need to be the one that's like, you know, behind this. And that was, you know, still what I was doing. So I gotten connected through a very good friend of mine, Frenchie, and I started off on 7th Ave and I remember telling him like, you know, I'm going to DJ here in like a year. And then I had did it in a year. It was just like the space kind of opened up. The alignment was right. And then I just added on to the musical team to be able to do the games. And it's one of those things that just like everything else where you say you're going to do something and then you go, yo, how am I going to do this? And yeah. then it's like, <laughs> like, I mean, like, uh, like yeah, like, like, oh, it's not going to happen. And then it happens. And then for me, it's just been such a learning experience. I think in just music in general and DJing in general, 
there's this, I always call it this illusion. I talked about it when I had to like an ESPN interview when they came to interview me there. This illusion of like this, it's a male dominated feel. And I started calling it an illusion because I had to switch my own mindset. I wasn't, you know, I can't walk in the room and not be sure of myself and, you know, just work from a grounded space. If I keep thinking about, you know, it being a male dominated field, or they're not really being a lot of black girls. They're not really being a lot of black people in the room. Sometimes I'm the only black person in the room. So it's like, I have to make sure that, you know, I'm not letting anything psych me out because I'm here because I'm really good at the job. And then it's like, of course, I'm going to represent because changes need to be made everywhere. It's like, you know, so many different venues, festivals, different things I've just like musically directed, been a part of, DJed, hosted, spoke at. And I'm just like, this has to change. And if I have to be somebody that breaks down doors, because I always leave the door open behind me. There's no reason mm-hmm. that I need to walk through any door and feel like I can't then say, here you go. Because that's what yeah. someone did for me, you know? And if they didn't, and I was the first to break that door or build that door, I'm not going to make it hard for anybody else, especially another woman. And as a black woman, like, I feel like I have a duty to make sure that the door is open. Yeah. It's so evident in just the way that you show up and the energy that you bring. And it was so cool for me to watch you at the event. First things first, <laughs> I walk into the event and I'm like, dang, they got good music. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I like look and I'm like, oh my God, Tiff's here. You said uh, you did so hilarious. Say <laughs> but I was like, wow, they're like, they got this store down. Um, but getting to meet like your aunt and Ooh. some of your girls and just, and it was so fun because you know, when you get to meet someone's family or you get to like, just see a little bit more intimate piece of their lives, yeah. it's like kind of putting this puzzle together and just seeing how proud your aunt was of you and just kind of like, la- like she kind of laughed and was just like, I knew she'd do crazy things someday. Like it was just a really beautiful way to see like, no, you are destined for this. Like none of this happened by accident. Like everything that is unfolding for you is meant to unfold for you. And the way that you, like you just said, you don't close those doors. Like seeing the events you're leading and and welcoming just women to come into this new space. It's like the world needs this and they need more of it, which is incredible. I am literally like, I, oh, I received that. I just, oh man, my aunt is like, I modeled a lot of my life after her. My aunt, Michelle Jervis is the founder of Girls Mentor Girls nonprofit. And I said, I sit on the board for it and they've been around for 10 years. So, you know, she's a therapist. She works in the board of ed and I, and I just see like, like the healer she is, the confidant, like how everybody, you know, she's like everyone's second mom and the businesswoman she is. And just, I, and she's so like fashionable and stylish. Like my aunt is like, my aunt and my Nana are like super fly. So like, I kind of always looked up to them and things like that. But my aunt is uh, really special to me. And she's also just come out to so many things. And, you know, to hear you say that is, 
like I'm thankful to hear that because obviously she tells me all the time that she's proud of me and stuff like that. Oh, but it's yeah. it's different. Like you said, like see, so you're seeing it, and then you're like, oh, she's like, oh, I knew she would, and and yeah. the crazy thing is, is like most of my family, like all of my family, always knew I would. Like they would always tell yeah. me stuff too, and you forget that when you're in the grind. Like you forget, yeah. like you're, oh, you know, 100%. yeah, you're just so focused on trying to make something happen. So I received that. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. I want to know, this is what I want your advice, Tiff, for people listening and they're hearing you and they can hear your confidence and just the way you speak and the way you show up. And they're thinking, well, good for her, but that's just not me. How would you encourage women to just dig into their soul and figure out and find that confidence to just show up in the ways that they're feeling called and the needs that they're seeing needing to be filled? How can you share a bit of that with others? I think that I was definitely that girl. I am sometimes still that woman. And it is anytime you see somebody that embodies any single thing that you feel like makes you feel the tingles, makes you feel alive, makes you feel happy. That's because you just saw yourself. It's literally because you just looked right at yourself. And as I say this to whoever's listening, it's like to myself too. It's like, you are always that woman. You have to understand that things you've been through, things you've experienced, there's just so many things that people go through in silence and don't talk about. For so long, I myself, you know, dealt with depression, anxiety, just feeling like I binge eating, overeating, feeling like I don't know if I'll ever be happy. And there's so many things and situations and way downs and but when you see that in something or someone that's because you literally just got a glimpse of yourself and it's up to us as adults to set ourselves up in situations that support us that's not going to be easy for everybody because there are things like finances environment the people around you the things you tell yourself so I'm not even here to say like, look, do it this way. That can, that's how it can be done. I just think that when you dig into self and you get those moments, whether you call it God, source, spirit, or you don't call it anything, that's when you can see yourself. And that's when you should know that you can accomplish any single thing you want. And your success cannot be modeled off of mine, off of yours. It just is not that. Like success for me literally sometimes is like not being like bedridden, depressed, like just being able to get up and like do something as simple as brush my teeth. Cause like I've been in the hole, you know, I've been like down and just felt like I just don't deserve happiness. Like this is not, you know, what I deserve and telling myself those things from whatever reason. So I think that we have to just know that we're capable, know that you're worthy and try your hardest to look up things for the support that you need. And this is why, too, education and resources and opportunity is important and why I will never close the door, because there are so many people in so many different situations all over the world that have no idea that they can be what they want to be because they're not told they can. 
if you know better, you try to do better. So it's like, I just feel like people need to know maybe through what they see, but know that that's what they have in them. Hence why I called looking what it is. It's look in versus looking all around yourself for the, the thing you think is going to make you happy. It ain't out there. It's in you. I feel like if we had mics, we could drop them. <laughs> Or like we could do like a bomb. <laughs> we would do like a DJ bomb right now. <laughs> you know, what I think is just so amazing is I think nowadays it's really easy to get lost in personas and and how we present ourselves to the world and what the world thinks of us. And I think a lot of times as women and as women that are growing in our level of success and as women that now have eyes on us, it's really easy to get lost in that and to get lost into that persona that we think people are like emitting onto us, right? Oh my God. And I just think that what is incredible and remarkable is that you show up as the truest version of yourself. And that version isn't the same tiff from a year ago or even a week ago. We're always evolving and we're always contradicting ourselves and we're always growing and being stretched. But when I see you in the way that you show up, not just for yourself, but for other people, you truly, truly exemplify that success is unique, as unique as we look, as unique as we are, as unique as our gifts are. And I think that that's the message that needs to be told. It's not like that motivational quote that lives on a wall about success being defined by anyone else. And so I want to know my last question for you is what can we expect to see from Tiff McPherce in 2020? I think in 2020, I really want to do more within uh, mental wellness and the awareness around mental wellness and mental health with disorders and different things that I feel like are so common. But, you know, people are ashamed to talk about them or ashamed to know someone with them or just any of that. And I feel like I want myself and looking to be a really big part in um, helping to break stigmas and just bringing people together that have different education and resources to give to community and give to humans what they need. I think also in 2020, I want to really just settle into whatever power that I'm harnessing. And I don't know if that'll happen in a month. I don't know if that'll happen in a year. Like I, I just want to be led by spirit. I really, really want that. I don't feel like it's not happening, but I feel like sometimes I get really, you know, I'm still like also in the world too. So I get like, Oh, I got to do this and I can, and like, I got to figure it out and it needs to be rushed. And I just don't want to rush. I want to enjoy. So I want that to show through in my work even more and people to feel that in my work, whether it's something I've musically directed or DJed or I'm speaking, I want them to feel like, you know, they're here with me and like we're in it together. I mean, and in 2020, I'm looking forward to my pictures and at Erie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to all the work. I'm looking forward to the talks. I'm looking forward to just all the dope stuff. 
Yeah. Like, you know, we get to be together for an entire, like we've signed a contract mm-hmm. for life, but like really for a year <laughs> to be together. And it, I mean, my, my soul contract says yes, lifelong. Yes. But I hope that everyone gets to come hang out with us in the flesh, in the real life, not on the phone screens. Yeah. And I think that's going to be life-changing. Where can everybody connect with you online? Give us all the spots. You can find me at tiffmcfierce.com. You can also find me where everybody finds everybody on Instagram. <laughs> I'm at tiffmcfierce, so T-I-F-F-M-C fierce and Lookin's Instagram is at look underscore in vs lookin. So at L O O K underscore I N V S L O O K I N. I think that's it. I love oh, it. SoundCloud, I Tiff have, McFierce. Uh, I was just yeah. going to say, do you have like a Spotify <laughs> yes. um, playlist or anything? Spotify. I love me some Spotify. Okay, Spotify at Tiff McFierce. Hell yeah. Yeah. And Twitter, Tiff McFierce. You're going to be the soundtrack to my 2020. Can you just, I'm going to be like, Tiff, I need motivational pump up music. Oh, Tiff, I got you. I need- <laughs> I got oh you. my gosh. Thank you for coming on the show and sharing your heart and your life and your vision. And the world is not done seeing you and I together yet. No. That's for sure. I just want to say to everyone listening that this woman is who she is. And like, I have no, like, this is not a paid ad. She is, she is <laughs> who she is. And you do the same thing that you're saying about me. You came in, even when we were at the shoot, the information you gave us, the love, just the gratitude. And then also to just include your daughter and just like, let us share moments with her. She is a happy, 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 happy baby. Like just amazing that you are really really dope I really really enjoy you I love you I'm so glad that we know each other and I'm so proud of you and thank you for having me isn't she special it was super fun because we got to host this event together in New York and reconnect and I just I love watching Tiff come alive in everything that she does in every life that she touches. I hope you can just feel that confidence oozing out of her because it can play in your life as giving you that permission to feel that same way. So excited to watch Tiff McPherson in 2020. I hope you go find her in all of the places because this woman is a change maker and dang, she's already changed my world. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Until next time. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. 